Thanks for joining us on episode 1191 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Rob Cook. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to focus on what is really important while achieving success is key. And one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mater. But at the end of the day, for me, I think it's just, I, at the end of the day, want to be able to walk, stand before God with confidence in his presence that I've done the best that I can and be greeted as a friend. And I don't think that requires me to change the world. It's just change maybe my little world, <laughs> be a good influence in my own little world. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's interview with Rob Cook, I asked Rob about what stewardship means to him. I also asked Rob to share some of the top principles that he feels can help make a dent in the universe. And Rob also shares his hope for his legacy. One reason I like to bring you great interviews like the one you're going to hear today is because of the power in learning from others. Another great way to learn from others is through reading books. But if you're like most people today, you find it hard to find the time to sit down and read. And that's why today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Go to inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to sign up and you can get a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. And instead of reading, you can listen your way to learn from some of the greatest minds out there. That's inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to get your free trial and listen to great books the same way you're listening to this podcast. Rob is a CPA and CFP fiduciary financial advisor who looks and plans beyond stocks and bonds and traditional financial planning with his clients. Rob believes that when thinking and talking about wealth, the conversation shouldn't be focused on money, but instead on the purpose for our money. In other words, the legacies we are creating today for our families. Rob is also the host of Contenders Wanted podcast, where we believe you can have incredible success without sacrificing what's most important. Through the podcast, he leverages his personal experience and interactions with the ultra-successful to help success-oriented parents with young families get more time, balance, and financial freedom in their lives so they can move from being a contender to a champion. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate you having me on the show. So, Rob, last week I asked about one of the words that I like to get people to define, and this week I'm going to ask about a different one. I've My brand is Inspired Stewardship. I talk a lot about stewardship. That's the lens that I live my life through. For you, what does the word stewardship mean, and what would you say its impact has been on your life? Honestly, when I hear the word stewardship, the phrase that just goes through my mind is, my life is not my own. In fact, nothing that I have is mine. As we've talked about in, in previous episodes, my faith heavily influences 
the way that I view the world around me and I interact with it and what I put it as a priority. And so when I think of stewardship, I think everything that I have has come from God. And then therefore, nothing that I have, quote unquote, is my own. Therefore, I must take good care of it. Like the parable of the talents given in the New Testament and for those of a Christian background. I may have been given one talent. Maybe I was given two talents or maybe I was given five talents. I think I know one, three and five, I think is what it was. Either way, it doesn't matter how many I was given. They're not mine. My job is to just make good use of them, try and double them so that when the Lord returns, and that's the way the parable goes, I, uh, I can be a good and faithful servant and return back, report back to the Lord and having done well with what I was given. So for me, stewardship has a faith element built into it right from the beginning because nothing is my own. And my job is just to make the very best of it. So how do you think that's played out in your life? For those who have listened to the previous episodes, we talk about various, we've talked about a, a couple of different points in my own personal journey. And at each of those points, there are, there's an element of, I want this thing, Lord, but let me know what's most important. And his will is one that will always override, will always win out. So like we talked about my career changes and how turned down certain job opportunities just because my wife and I felt prompted that wasn't the right thing, even though on the surface, it looked amazing. And then took other job opportunities because we felt prompted like we were supposed to take them, even though certain details at the time looked oh, gut-wrenching. But in the end, it always seems to work out best because my life is not my own. My, As a steward of my own life, as a steward of everything around me, my job is to do my very best, be my very best personally, but at the end of the day, submit to the will of God, in my opinion. Submit to his plan and his path for my life. Because at the end of the day, it's always better than what I could make of it on my own. So if somebody wants to make a dent in the universe, if they want to make a, a change in the world, whatever that means to them, what are some of the things you think they need to focus on or learn or, or pay attention to? It's funny. When you ask this question, and when I saw it in the pre-meeting notes i my first initial thought was like depends right it, <laughs> it depends on if you're thinking from a spiritual perspective or if you're thinking things from more of a you call it temporal perspective or a professional perspective or th th those are two different actually maybe they're not <laughs> at first i thought they were two different answers and i realized that actually at the end of the day universal principles are universal uh, they, they apply no matter what so That's why they call them universal. <laughs> exactly. So if you want to make a dent in the universe, in my opinion, th there's actually a, there's a scripture in, in my faith that really typifies this for me. And if you don't mind, I'm just going to read a quick Absolutely. section of it where it says no power or influence can or ought to be maintained by virtue of the priesthood or the spiritual power. But only by persuasion, by long suffering, by gentleness and meekness, by love unfeigned, by kindness and pure knowledge and without guile. So that listed a bunch of different attributes. But for me, kind of those first few, if you want to change the world, 
persuasion is part of it, right? Whether you call that sales or you call that teaching or you call that persuasion or you call that uh, having a vision, whatever, you have to be able to impart that to mm -hmm. other people. By long suffering, gentleness and meekness. There's, if you want to impact the world, you're, you can't be, we're going to assume when you say impact the world in a good way, <laughs> you have to have certain qualities and attributes about yourself that enable you to be able to connect with people and to be able to serve them and to help them. And then this idea of loving unfeigned without guile, you have to, it, it can't be fake. People will feel that and our BS detectors are going to go off like crazy. So I think if you're, if you really want to change the world, impact the world, you have to have the ability to convey the message or the meaning or the vision or whatever it is that's important to you in an effective way. You need to be able to, you need to be a type of person that people kind of have confidence in it and trust in, and you need to be genuine in your care for and desires for the well-being of others. So this is my favorite question, but for a lot of guests, they say this is their least favorite question. So <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> last week we talked a little bit about legacy. So if I invented this magic machine and I could grab you from the chair where you sat today and transport you into the future, a hundred to 150 years. And magically you were able to look back on your whole life and see the impacts, the ripples, whatever you want to describe it, that you've left behind. What, what are the, what's the impact that you hope you've left behind in the world? I'll admit this was a really hard question for me. <laughs> it it um, is for everyone. <laughs> which is ironic because yeah, I think it's ironic because I'm here. I am the one saying, yeah, we need to think about legacy more, but I'll admit I've thought about it a lot and I don't have a good answer. In fact, I jokingly wrote down, I don't think I have to change the world. I could just, what if I just wanted to just be really good at being me and just impact my own little world, mm. meaning my kids, my own family. Like I, I look at, for example, I look at the life of my grandfather. He was a very successful entrepreneur who worked very hard for many years. He had his own challenges that he had to overcome. And he had a father that died when he was young and various things. But he passed away a couple of years ago. And when he did, it wasn't like he had a great procession that took him through town and people from around the world wept at his passing. In our little community, he mm -hmm. made a big impact. And there were a lot of good people who showed up for his funeral. Hundreds, actually. And he was, he just went about doing good. Serving others, loving his family, serving them, and helping where he could. And I, I, it'd be great to, to be a world changer who... Of course, course it would be good to be, mem be remembered. But at the end of the day, that's probably not going to happen for most of us. So why don't I just make the very most of, of my time with my family? Why don't I make the most of being the best me that I can be? And it'll have the impact that it's supposed to have, whether that be great or small, relatively speaking. Well, and I would argue... That is impacting the world. Yeah. But I guess when I think the world, I'm thinking of the Gandhis, the Martin Luther King Jr.'s, the, the people who shape history, 
to some extent. You can mm-hmm. say the Alexander the Greats, right? The George Washingtons, the Caesars, the, whether good or bad, however you want to view any of those people. But at the end of the day, for me, I think it's just, I, at the end of the day, want to be able to walk, stand before God with confidence in his presence that I've done the best that I can and be greeted as a friend. And I don't think that requires me to change the world. It's just change maybe my little world, <laughs> be right. a good influence in my own little world. And, and I think that's part of it is how do we define what is the world that we're impacting? True. Very true. So what's coming next for you as you continue on this journey of the podcast, the work you're doing, living with your family, what's coming, what's on the roadmap? I'll admit I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I'm at a unique time. I've had some interesting opportunities pop up as of late that it, who knows? I know that for me, the future, is it going to be the as good as it's going to be? Because I'm going to work hard and I'm going to make the very most of it. But I'm I'm not 100% sure. I've got my podcast that I love. It's my little passion project, and I, I love trying to help people through it. So I've got some things that I'm, I'm working on on that end. I'm going to try and actually infuse uh, – I'm not trying. I'm, I am infusing this year some uh, more of what I do as my day job, personal finance into that, kind of with some financial consulting and different things. So that's fun and exciting. I enjoy that, and I want to be able to help more people and leverage some of this expertise and knowledge that I've got. So that's exciting. I'm excited about that. But I'll admit that there in there are two pieces inside of me. There is this ambitious, driven, tenacious fighter, this contender that's inside of me. That's always trying to go for greatness and make the most of myself and become everything. But then there's also this just a little bit more shy, just diligent, obedient soldier, a disciple on the other side. That's, hey, whatever happens and whatever the Lord has in store for me, the Lord has in store for me. <laughs> so I feel like each has its kind of its own directions, its own agenda, it's its own approach. And they're all, they're both competing for dominance. It feels like all the time inside of me. And most days I'd say it's probably that fighter that's pushing. But whenever the, the other side, the discipleship side pops its head up, it tends to take precedence. I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to keep working, keep growing. And I just hope to continue to do well. Like I said, so at the end of the day, Lord helps those who help themselves, but he'll make a heck of a lot more than me than I can make of myself. So keep working hard. Who knows? Time will tell. You can follow Rob on LinkedIn as Rob Cook or find him over on Facebook as Rob Cook. The best place, though, to find out more about Rob or his podcast is over at his website, contenderswanted.com. Of course, I'll have links to all of this in the show notes as well. Rob, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listener? Yeah. For those of you who would be interested, I actually have a, I call it the Financial Freedom Pathfinder quiz because I'm trying to help more people on that financial side through Contenders Wanted. If you've ever wanted to know what path should I take to reach financial freedom? What's the the best path suited for me and my personal desires and predispositions, all that sort of stuff. I've taken 10 plus years of personal finance and wealth, learning about wealth and wealth creation and talking with people on my show and different things and created a quiz that helps people figure out which of one of the 25, I think are the 25 unique paths towards financial freedom is best suited personally to them. So if anyone's interested in that, you can check that out by going to contenderswanted.com slash freedom. You can fill out the quiz and get that for free. And there's also a couple of bonuses that come along with it just for 
completing the quiz. Awesome. That is a that sounds like a great gift. I'll link that up in the show notes as well so folks can find it easier if they're driving or otherwise can't find it. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Really appreciate everything that you've shared. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. Go over to inspiredstewardship.com slash iTunes rate, all one word, iTunes rate. It'll take you through how to leave a rating and review and how to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get every episode as it comes out in your feed. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.